This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by our proud sponsors at Kingdom Strollers, providing premium stroller and crib rentals, delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando Resort hotel or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup, and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. So book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. And at MousePros.com. Let these Disney travel specialists help plan your next Disney vacation. MousePros.com offers free concierge service to help guide you every step of the way in planning your perfect Disney vacation. Let them sweat the details so you can focus on the fun. Visit MousePros.com for a free no-obligation quote. Ask for Tiki Bird Sean or any of our friendly agents. And now, on with the show. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Channel Tiki Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Before we get started on this week's episode, we have some iTunes and some voicemails to go over. So first, Alan, let me hear the newest iTunes review. All right, thanks, Sean. We do have one new five-star review uh, who comes uh, comes from KM Rada, who says, "Fantastic WDW podcast." Having been a closet listener for over a year, I felt it was time to give these guys the rating they are due. This podcast is one that I consistently look forward to each week. The information, topics, and guests are always on point. It is always nice to hear the different opinions from each of them and the gentle ribbing that they give when they disagree. But the best gift of all is that I will never ever hear the word. Do you want to do it, Sean? Wishes. Wishes. Quite the same. I can't do it. I had to have you do that part. Uh, thank you ever so much for this gift that keeps on giving parentheses dripping with sarcasm in the parentheses. Oh. Thanks. Uh, so, yes, that's a great review. Thank you. And I'm glad you're on my side that the uh, uh, the wishes is um, not ideal. Let's put it that way. They we don't do need have, to quit their day jobs. We do have several people that do like our singings, just so you know. And those people are um, medically considered deaf, legally considered deaf. No, 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 no. No, no, are you sure? I don't believe that's the case. I believe that they just love our music so much that we're going to try to work on a Christmas album, I believe, right? They're, they're probably Nickelback fans, too. So. Hell. <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, that is the, the one new iTunes review, so I will send it back over to you. Thank you, Alan. So, first of all, let me apologize for... The lack of uh, quite a few people have less uh, tiki voicemails for us since June or July, and we have not gotten to them. Uh, for one reason was that we actually really haven't recorded much in the last couple of months. For um, that's my fault. Yeah. So uh, nothing bad, you know. Alan and his family had a baby, so um, we were sort of on hiatus. We used a lot of shows that were on backlog. So I want to start uh, playing some of the voicemails we have. First, I know we have um, DVC Mary. I have her voicemail, so I'm going to play it for you now. Hey, guys. This is DVC Mary. Uh, finally made it to Port Orleans um, to try the boathouse over there, uh, or boat rights, whatever it's called. It's the end of the trip, so we're at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and we're waiting for the Magical Express, sadly. 
Um, but had a great trip thinking about you guys and all the wonderful support and info that you guys give throughout the year on all your podcasts. And just wanted to say, hey, thanks for all you guys do. Uh, just like I said, chilling at Animal Kingdom in the Sunset Savannah Lounge. Uh, loving, had a great, amazing miracle trip with all kinds of magical things that happened here at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, so thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for that. I know it's been a few months. So this is, I think this is early July. So sorry for not playing that, but I know you had a great trip. So that's awesome. And thank you for calling in on the Tiki hotline there. Uh, the next one we have, um, Tony, and I'm her favorite. We've determined I'm her favorite. Keith said so. And she agreed. Keith really, said so. That's, oh, that's right. I did yep. hear that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I'm going with that. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Great. He's got even bigger head now. <laughs> I do have a big head like physically, but not the big not giant head. Ego. It's true. <laughs> uh, next, uh, like I said, that will be Tony that goes by Cheesy Tony on Twitter. And here is his voicemail. Hey, Tiki Birds, this is Tony. Got back from a trip with my th- wife, my three-year-old daughter, and six-month-old son uh, to Walt Disney World. And I wanted to thank you for your show on tips for traveling with younger kids. We used a lot of them, and they were super helpful. So thank you. Uh, Alan, it is totally doable. You can do it. Um, one corollary I'd like to add for my trip, you, you know, you have to know your family, know your kids, and be responsive to them, you guys mentioned. I would add your kids don't become different people just because you're at Walt Disney World. Uh, I had done some of my planning with the idea of, you know, being there at rope drop not remembering that my daughter is not a morning person and can be rather cranky when she wakes up. And so we never got out of the door quite as quickly as I had planned, but we adjusted and we had a really great time. Uh, One tip I didn't take was uh, the use of rider swap. Um, My wife's argument was that we didn't go on a family trip for us to ride attractions by ourselves. Uh, my counter argument of, but I really want to ride Splash Mountain, uh, didn't carry much weight. And so I didn't get to do a lot of the things I usually do when I go to the world. I did, you know, Splash or Tower of Terror. And you know what? It was totally okay because my three-year-old daughter just lit up every time she saw a character or a princess or we rode a ride. And so it was a different trip than I'd ever taken before, but it was an amazing trip. Uh, I love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Aloha. That is a great voicemail, and I'm glad that our our tips worked out. And, And for my future trip, um, it's good to know that the tips that uh, Sean and uh, Matt from Dixie Landings, uh, who was on that episode, you know, it's good to know that those tips were were good tips and not just them, uh, you know, blowing smoke and going, yeah, you can take a kid to Disney all the while they're chuckling in the background going, ha ha, his life is going to be miserable. So I'm glad that they worked out and, and I look forward to trying them out on uh, my first trip with her, which I think we're going to do about 14 months is probably uh, I don't know how that's going to work for us based on timing, but we'll see. But anyway, thank you for the review, or not the review, but the voicemail. I'm glad that it worked out for you. Yes, and thank you so much for booking your trip through um, myself and my wife and Enchanted Tiki Talk. We do appreciate that. That's a little side note there, but thank you. Uh, next voicemail. 
Hello, Cheeky Birds. This is Troy, one year at Disney. I'm standing outside the Enchanted Tiki Room, and I'm about to enter and go check it all out. I hope you all have a great day. Bye. Ah, Troy, thank you so much for calling in. I know that uh, you were really looking forward to this trip and you came on uh, our, our show earlier in the summer, I think, to talk about what it's like doing Disney with a, um, a, a you know, at least a five-year gap in between. So I know from looking at you on Twitter, you had such a great time and you also had to deal with the hurricane as well. So that was hard, but I know that you uh, survived and you're looking forward to doing another trip in the not-too-distant future. So thank you for calling in. Another voicemail from Jessica. Hi, Alan, Keith, and Sean. This is Jessica calling. I'm calling from the Enchanted Tiki Room at Walt Disney World. This is my first time at Walt Disney World. I started listening to your podcast four months ago and listened to every podcast before I came here. I can't thank you enough for all of the tips and advice and tricks and just all the things that I should look for and do. And it has made the trip so much more enjoyable just having that information to take with me here. Um, It's been absolutely phenomenal for my first visit. This place is Oh, it's amazing. Extremely magical. I just, I, I didn't, oh, it just exceeded every expectation that I had. And you guys helped me so much with that. So thank you. I will continue to listen. And now I'll be able to truly envision everything that you guys are talking about. You're doing an awesome job. Keep up the good work. Can't wait to hear everything else and come back and visit with more tips from all of you. Thank you so much. So thank you to Jessica. First of all, I just want to say, um, so Jessica found me on Twitter and she was, she was like so excited that I followed her and I didn't know it was that Jessica, right? Cause I'd heard the voicemail and then someone right. followed me on Twitter and I was like, okay, I'll, you know, they seem to be into Disney. I'll follow them back. Um, and then, you know, like a couple hours later, maybe, I don't know, she's like so excited. And then uh, she was tweeting at me and I was like, wow, this is, <laughs> I, I, it's, uh, it's going to be you're going to be sorely disappointed after you're so excited that I followed you on Twitter. Uh, but anyway, uh, we do appreciate that, and we're you know that's that's one of the that's one of the nicest voicemails I think we've ever gotten. Just uh, in terms of you know us uh, being being there to help her with her very first trip and and how much she enjoyed it, and and that one meant a lot. That was really cool. Yeah, it was. Um, we have another one from her as well. Nice. Hello, Enchanted Tiki Pros. This is Jessica calling from Epcot at Walt Disney World. We just made it around all 11 countries, and we drank around the world, and it was awesome. Thank you, Alan, for always pointing out how amazing Epcot is and World Showcase is. I'm here during Food and Wine Festival, and it was an awesome experience. I don't know about you, but it sounds like Jessica had been drinking around the world, uh, but that's okay. (laughs) There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. No, I'm kidding. I I kid Jessica and poking fun. Um, We're glad you obviously had a good time at Food and Wine, and I'm glad that you agree with me that Epcot is a fantastic park. Uh, And I'm actually really, I really am thrilled that you enjoyed Food and Wine. There seems to be such a hit or miss on Food and Wine Festival now because it is so busy, and I get that, but uh, a lot of the a lot of the Disney fans are a little bit jaded, I think, with food and wine because right. it's so busy and there's so much alcohol. So I'm glad that you had a good time as a first-time visitor. Um, you know, I think we oftentimes lose sight of, um, you know, how new visitors appreciate the parks and enjoy certain things at the park because we've been so many times and, you know, you lose sight of what it's like that first time. So it is really, really cool that you had such a good time on your first visit and that you enjoyed it, despite the fact that it was probably extremely crowded and there were probably some uh, less than polite drunk people wandering World Showcase at night. But it sounds like you had a great time and that's awesome. And I have a one last voicemail here. It's from uh, Daniel. Here, let me play it for you now. 
Hey there, uh, my name is Daniel. I'm calling. I'm from Kalamazoo, Michigan, and I'm currently sitting in Hollywood Studios waiting for Star Wars fireworks to start. Uh, thank you guys so much. I just started listening to your podcast a couple months ago, and all your tips and tricks have definitely made my trip better. So thank you guys very much, and I'm excited for these fireworks. All right, take care. Cool. You know, the, the thing that I like, I like most about this is that, you know, people take the time to actually call in and, and leave a voicemail. That really means a lot. And, and it's the same thing like when you send it an email as well. It, we do really do appreciate it. It really gets us excited when a voicemail comes in. And one thing is that somebody takes advice that we've said, which is kind of shocking because our wives don't even listen to us. So to have other people listen to what we have to say, that's that's pretty cool. And But when an email comes in that we've got a voicemail, we're all like, oh, we got a new voicemail, got a new voicemail. So it's exciting. We all listen to that. So, um, Daniel, thank you so much for calling in. And, you know, it's just it's just a lot of fun that you're enjoying it. We enjoy that. We enjoy hearing that. So we do appreciate that. Yes, we do. Thank you to everyone. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This week on the show, we're going to talk about our touring plans of Epcot like we did previously for Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. But first, before we get into that, this is exciting for us. Um, like I said earlier on the reviews here, this is actually the first time that uh, the two of us are recording in basically, the three of us are recording in basically two months. So uh, this is a lot of fun. And like I said before, I did play shows that we have recorded probably earlier in the summer just so we can get over the hump of uh, missing Alan because we didn't want to have too many episodes without him. So Alan, welcome back. Yay. Yay. Thank you, guys. I am extremely glad to be back. And I just wanted to take an opportunity to you know, thank you guys for, um, you know, let me be gone for a couple months and you know, obviously uh, get the baby kind of situated in the household. Uh, it means a lot to me that you guys would uh, support me through that. I know it was a pain for y'all to, to try to record without me and be a man down. Uh, but it means a lot that y'all did that. And also uh, thank the people who uh, came on and recorded in my absence. Uh, they did excellent jobs, and uh, hopefully they don't try to steal my job because I am happy in the Tiki Hut and I want to keep my perch. Uh, but thank you for, for letting me take my little leave. I'm back and I'm ready to go, and I'm pumped and ready to do this again. <laughs> to be honest, nobody um, wanted your seat, so we couldn't... I thought you were going to say nobody missed me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, To be honest, nobody missed we you. Did. <laughs> well, oh, no, we did. <laughs> But but we tried to find somebody else. Nobody else wanted oh, it. Oh, so. that, that's harsh. <laughs> so. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. And but if, I do mean it. Thank you, guys. And if you guys are listening really, really hard, you can hear a little baby bird in the background in the hut. So, on occasion, she yeah, does. Occasion. Uh, she does chirp up a little bit. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to mute my uh, my microphone whenever I think she's about to chirp, but uh, she is chirping a little bit in the background. So I apologize uh, for that for the next uh, several recording sessions until she calms down a little bit. But all right, so she's sleeping right now. I think sleep, little baby. So since um, Keith, since you weren't here for our introduction of, of the voicemails and and iTunes reviews the beginning of the show let's hear how you like to start your your touring plan of epcot you take it away all right um well as everybody knows we are our park hounds so we do like to get to the park as close to opening as possible and this park with future world is kind of sparse as far as attractions go 
especially with uh, the fast pass tiers. It's hard to really to obtain fast passes for the major attractions, but. Um, we take it normally. We had to write to Soren, especially now it's a new version, so it's it's more popular than it like it has been. So it tends to get quite busier. So we just like get to run to Soren first, get that done, and then if we can get over to Test Track before a World Showcase opens. And so that's kind of how we like to start off our day there. So, you know, the, the funny thing for me is I, when I was you know, kind of getting prepared for this, Epcot, I, Epcot's probably the only park I don't have a, like, standard plan. You know, I mean, I, I pretty much do the same thing every time I go to Animal Kingdom. I pretty much do the same thing at Hollywood Studios. Um, and I pretty much do the same thing at Magic Kingdom, at least to start the day. But Epcot's, Epcot's the one park where we just kind of go and we just kind of wing it. Um yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, we, we just kind of get there, and maybe we ride Spaceship Earth first if the line's not terribly long, which a lot of times it is in the morning. So a lot of times we just walk past it. Uh, I guess the only thing that we definitively uh, do pretty much every time is we do try to make our way back to France for some kind of breakfast food. So that's that's what I'm going to say for, for the sake of this episode, is that's our first stop, is we meander our way back uh, to uh, uh, the boulangerie and get a little breakfast uh, Great place to grab breakfast if you've never done so now that it's open uh, before the rest of World Showcase. It's usually pretty quiet back there because everybody's everybody's doing what Keith's doing. Everybody's you know beelining <laughs> towards Test Track or beelining towards Soren. And the thing is, is for us, we always get a fast pass for Test Track, but Soren is not really high on our list. It is now because of the new movie, but uh, yeah, I've mentioned on the show before, my wife in motion sickness, so we don't often, we don't hit Soren every time. So we're not trying to like fast pass one and and get in a short line for the other because we just if we miss soren we miss soren we're not that upset about it so we meander our way back to france and get breakfast that's where i'll be while while sean and uh, keith are probably will keith for sure sean probably are waiting in line yeah so typically for epcot because with, with the the young kids there's not as much for them to do in epcot we usually don't get to epcot till about 10 o'clock and then from there what we'll end up doing is we'll end up going over to Soren, and I will typically myself, sometimes my wife will go on and get a rider swap. So I'll go ride it, and then my wife will take the kids and go on Nemo, and then come off, and then usually by that time happens, I'm or she's through the ride over at Soren, and then we'll go swatch switch places and my son got to ride it the last time we were down there that Soren wasn't closed so my wife took my son on there and then I took my daughter over onto Nemo and we got to ride Nemo together and then once we were off that we looked at the fish a little bit and they were off the ride and you know we got to, to move on to our next thing which was over a test track so we'd go on to test track enjoy test track which was a lot of fun my son absolutely loves test track we we spent a lot of time going on test track, even though the line was long. We were taking advantage of the rider swap, which I can't, I, I, I can't mention that enough. Is is if you have young kids, take advantage of the the rider swap because it'll save you a lot of time. Trust me, it's it's a, it's a lifesaver. So usually by the time we're done with that, the world showcase is open, and we'll head over to Mexico. And when uh, you know, what, I'll save that for for afterwards, but. Um, that's usually how we end up starting it is uh, Soren and um, Test Track. 
It's hard now, to, especially I was able to uh, schedule our fast passes for um, coming trip. I think it was like a week ago. And I mean, once you get past that at first tier, which is Soren, Test Track, and Frozen Ever After now, which you're only allowed one fast pass for that first tier. The second tier really has like nothing there that is fast pass worthy, which is kind of sad. I know that there's been lots of rumors of attractions that'll be, you know, going in to their future world and, and stuff like that. But as it stands now, I mean, what we did was we are fast pass for Frozen because it's new and we have not seen it yet. I just want to wear hit the Maelstrom shirt I have in there. So we got fast pass for that. And then it was kind of like okay we have that now what else do we do so like i said we were gonna try and uh get on soren and test track and then once the showcase opens up we'll go in can probably do uh like an early lunch i know that we always like to stop at the fish and chip shop or hit the bakery there it's in norway and uh get some food so that's kind of our style is we try and do the attractions in future world first and then uh, we just kind of like spend our day us uh, with a slower pace and walk around uh the showcase we just like to walk around and stuff and eat and, and shop and check out the um architecture and all of that stuff in each of the countries but it's a really easy like a laid-back kind of a day for us there yeah, I mean, that's the best part about it, but I think is it is a very laid back day. Just, you know, there's not a ton of attractions. And uh, if you if you spend any time in World Showcase, it is just a laid back kind of day. Um, so I that's one of the reasons I love World Showcase. Um, so for us, you know, after we hit up uh, the Boulangerie, I guess we're going to pass uh, Keith. Oh, sorry, that was a drawer. Um, <laughs> uh, we usually head over towards um, the land and we'll do the land pavilion and we'll do the seas pavilion. Um, we'll check out Nemo. We do like to hang around inside the seas, and you can usually catch a dolphin show, which is kind of fun if mm-hmm. you've never seen it. Uh, we do enjoy that. Uh, so we'll try to hit up the land in the seas. Um, depending on what time it is, uh, we're probably going to be nearing our test track fast pass, or maybe we already did it. So it may be test track first and then over to the seas and the land or you know, vice versa, depending on the timing. But then kind of once we do that, usually World Showcase is opening, and, and that's when we're going to go try to find some lunch. Um we like to do, if we're going to eat a, a sit-down, we like to do an earlier lunch. Like, uh, it's uh, you know, 11 to 11.30, especially at uh, Chefs de France is, is one of our favorite restaurants uh, for lunch. So that's that's what I'll say we're going to do. We're going back to France. Uh, you know, I have a one-track mind. I love the France Pavilion. So I'm going to go back to France for lunch as well and dessert later but we'll get back we'll get to that later all right so for us like i was saying before we head over to mexico because world showcase opens up uh was it 11 o'clock 11 30 and um we'll head over oh, there it's 11 i think 11 right it? yeah 11 yeah I think so. so we'll head over to the mexico pavilion a pavilion pavilion we'll, <laughs> we'll go on um the rio de tiempo is that what it, or is that what the old one was that was what it used to be called now it's um the uh, the Grand Fiesta Tour, starring yeah. Los Tres Caballeros. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go ahead and go on that, and the kids enjoy that. We'll walk around the pavilion a little bit while I head over to La Cava and grab a drink to go, a nice margarita, preferably the avocado, which is my favorite. And oh, then, an uh, avocado. Mm. Those are yummy. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, you don't know what you're missing. Don't yuck it. It huh? doesn't taste like an avocado. 
I like the Maelstrom one. It's really good. There. I haven't had the, the Maelstrom one. Yeah. Is good. Is it? I haven't it had good. that one. I had the Jalapeno one. I think is that what it was. That was mm-hmm. good. Yeah, the jalapeno that was good. good. The, bl- the pineapple one's really good. So is the blood orange one. Blood orange one was too sweet for me. I was getting. They're all good. Let's be honest. They are good. <laughs> They're um, basically the greatest. It's the greatest place in the history of the world. <laughs> it really is. It is. It's good. It's some good stuff. I love them. So we'll head out of there, and then we'll work our way, you know, through China, Norway. But if the ride was open when we're there, we'll go check that out if we can. Uh, but if it's going to be a 60-minute wait, chances are we won't. Um, but we'll walk around the pavilion, some of the shops there, then we'll go over to China, check that out a little bit. And then, you know, we'll work our way over to Germany, where we typically do lunch around one one thirty, so we can get to see the, uh, the music there, the band play. We really enjoy that. The kids like that. I enjoy it. I can get a liter of beer, and it's usually about twelve. Usually, like twelve bucks for a liter of beer, which is a huge bargain in Walt Disney World. It is. Yeah, when most beers are like eight bucks, eight nine bucks here in Disney, get a liter of beer for twelve thirteen dollars. You can't go wrong with it. So I love that. And you know, after that, after eating, you know, we just work our way around the countries and. You know, I'll probably work my way up over to France and grab myself uh, a Grand Marnier orange, orange slush as well after I've walked off a little bit of the German food in me. So, um, you know, I'll stop there for now and grab a drink. And then, you know, we just meander our way through the rest of the World Showcase. And typically at this point, you know, we'll head over to, we'll head back to the resort and go swim for a couple hours in the afternoon. So, uh, the kids can relax a little bit. We can cool off and, and uh, enjoy the, the later part of the evening. Yeah, we don't like typically spend the entire day there. We did for um, with flower and garden and stuff. I think if there's like a festival, you tend to stick around a little more. There's more also, like shows and gardens and the bands and stuff to kind of keep you there. And, and plus, let's be honest, there's more food there. So that yeah. does kind of... It tends to keep you there for longer, but uh, oh yeah, go where I mean, the food is. Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, like we said, the attractions are kind of sparse. We do um, always do Spaceship Earth, you land and the seas, and walk around in there. And sometimes we'll even do like a lunch at Sunshine Seasons. I know that the showcase has tons of excellent food, but there's not a ton of places to sit if you're doing the quick service. So. The, we tend to go back and eat and stuff at Sunshine Seasons. There's like tons of tables, and the food is really good there, too, and stuff and reasonably priced. Lots of fresh items and healthier choices there, too. And then we'll typically either go and seven park hop and do the studios for a couple of hours, or uh, I head back to the resort, and then we always also make it back for uh, illuminations at night. A trick that I just actually saw, and I want to try it on this upcoming trip, and I'm not sure if you two have tried it, but I've heard that if you stand like at the second story of the Japan, at the building there, it's an excellent spot to see it from. Oh, I thought you were going to go up there and sing. That's what I thought you were going to do. Um, no, that's only at Wishes. Oh. I don't sing at the other ones. Um, but... Uh, well, the Star Wars one, I kind of do. I just want to try that and see if an elevated, you know, like a viewpoint's any better. I've heard that, that you do um, kind of have to get there early and stuff and stake your spot. It's almost like it at the train station at the Magic Kingdom. So, um, Which I have never done yet. It's actually neat. Um, you have to get there at like we've done one. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you have fun at Magic Kingdom? No. Why not? Because I stood on the train station for 18 hours waiting for a spot for wishes. 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 See? It's catching on, Alan. Yeah, like a freaking virus. (laughs) (laughs) The Walking Dead. Anyway, carry on. Wait, was it my turn? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I got distracted. Um, okay, so I'm at lunch and we're in France. Um, at that point, we're pretty much hanging out in World Showcase for the rest of the day. Uh, I don't need um, food and wine or flower and garden to keep me in World Showcase. Uh, it's it's just a ton of fun for us to just walk around and um, shop and just look around and, and kind of take in the sights and sounds of the various pavilions and I can't say that I ever really buy much in any of the stores, but it's a lot of fun to walk around and look at all the stuff. Uh, I love the Japan store. Um, you can watch the little oyster uh, demonstration, which is a ton of fun if you've never seen it. And even if you have seen it, it's still a ton of fun. It's especially fun to watch the kids, you know, and see the pearl that they get. They have a good time with it. Uh, there's tons of really cool stuff in that store, too. Uh, as long as you skip the incense part, I think the incense is a little bit strong, but... Uh, hustle through that little section of the of the store. Uh, the China store is a lot of really neat stuff in it as well. Um, walking around through Morocco is is a lot of fun. Uh, one of the probably the best pavilions in terms of just the the overall feel of it, you know. Uh, so we pretty much hang out uh, for the rest of the day in World Showcase. Uh, I'm going to get a tequila um, uh, margarita from La Cava, and after I get a margarita from La Cava. I'm usually going to make my way towards uh, the American Adventure Pavilion where I'll get a Red Stag Lemonade. Um, There's various snacks around the World Showcase that I want to partake in. The Cronut, perhaps. Um, I usually need to get a beer somewhere, whether that's in Germany or... uh, Well, it's usually Germany, although sometimes I will get a Guinness uh, or actually I usually get a half and half from the Rosen Crown. Uh, So I do a lot of uh, wandering and drinking and just kind of hanging out in world showcase um we might head back towards future world to ride spaceship earth if we missed it earlier i usually ride we usually ride spaceship earth several times uh, it's just a really relaxing ride and i enjoy it uh, we're waiting around for illuminations it's my favorite you know night work nighttime show so i'm waiting around for illuminations yeah so we don't typically spend the entire day we don't That's typically all. spend the entire day at epcot it's just not enough for us to do with the kids so we'll go somewhere else usually the magic kingdom afterwards but, you know, if we are going to be heading back and, and spending time there, I like to meander through the countries a little bit more. And usually, um, like Alan was saying, I'll go hit up and get a Red Stag lemonade, maybe grab um, a pretzel or something or some other snack, maybe even a funnel cake. Because usually funnel mm. cake, the only time I have funnel cake is usually ever in Disney. Um and then, uh, you know, we'll just, I enjoy, I enjoy walking around the countries at nighttime because my, my favorite time to be in any of the parks is at night anyway. So I just That's enjoy the best that. Time. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I especially love the countries because it's so dark. You know, there's so many spots that like it's pitch black and it's just, it's just so enjoyable. And I, I like it when you're there during the holidays too, because you'll have people drive walking around with, um, if they have uh, their strollers and they'll put Christmas lights on their strollers, even Halloween. So I got into the habit of doing that as well, and that was a lot of fun. And people are always like, "Oh, how did you do that? How did you how did you um, put lights on there?" Oh, it's just battery operated. Got the lights at Walmart, um, <laughs> and people always enjoy that. They, they it adds a little bit more to the nighttime um, effects there in, in the park. So that's a lot of fun. 
Um, so, but typically at night, it's my son loves to ride test track at night too. So we'll try to get on a test track if the line isn't too long. Spaceship Earth, my wife usually tends to fall asleep in it, and my son didn't really love it. Uh, he uh, didn't quite understand what the point of the attraction was. So we usually try not to do that too often. But we'll try to do um, test track a few times as well, just because it's it's so much fun at night. It's just a different perspective. And then, um, you know, we the my kids haven't seen Illuminations yet, so usually we're heading out, so we don't have to wait online on the buses. But we're hoping in the next year or so we can adjust it, and my daughter doesn't really like the loud noise anyway. So And it's very loud when you're over in Epcot mm-hmm. for some reason. It bounces. The sound just bounces everywhere. So um, usually head back to our room, and that's usually it for us for Epcot. I was about to um, ask if your kids enjoyed that Illuminations. I know that it's a more i don't know if adult a type of show is the proper phrasing but it does kind of deals with more adult and worldly topics i wasn't sure if the kids understood it there's not like characters or the disney music that right. the <laughs> the kids know so i just wasn't sure it's like if they enjoyed that or not um I'm sure the the fireworks are always cool, but as far as the overall storyline, I wasn't sure if it's a real, you know, if it's popular with the kids. So if anybody's out there that has uh, experience with that, just uh, shoot us a tweet and stuff and let me know um, because I'm kind of curious about that. I'm still here. I just don't. I, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little. I got distracted. Oh, rusty. <laughs> Not rusty. I'm just. I'm trying to keep her calm, so I didn't. Um, I didn't catch the end of that. I apologize. Get some whiskey out, buddy. Always works. For me or her? <laughs> for you. Either or both. <laughs> and for the record, oh. I've, tried, I've tried whiskey, and it does not work. Oh no, it doesn't. No, it didn't work on my son. Hmm. Didn't give him enough. Yeah, exactly. That's probably what it is. Yeah. One shot's never enough, Sean. You have to go for the double. He is Irish, so he can handle his liquor already. Oh, yeah, see. Go. Yeah, I mean, so that's how we kind of end our day with the fireworks show. And then uh, we kind of just I take and wander around the showcase a little more and let the crowd kind of die out and stampede out. We always try and take our time walking out of any park it's um like sean said it's always cool at night good to see the stuff and once everybody tends to leave at the back of the parks are always um kind of emptied out and it's always it's a nice time to get some pictures of stuff with not a ton of people in your picture and uh it's just a nice way to kind of calmly end your day of exciting park hopping so that's kind of our day off like at Epcot. It's not like, too terribly exciting, but it's a fun park to, to to wander through and take your time. Hey, Epcot is very exciting. You take that back. You take that back right now. But well, you're, you're it, spot on, though. And, go ahead. It's not a real like fast pace like at the Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's more just kind of, you know, like take your time and eat and drink and just kind of enjoy the day rather than, you know, like sprinting to like 25 attractions and trying to squeeze them all in and right. stuff and switch your fast passes and <laughs> and the shows and the parades and everything else. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. It's a little more laid back, uh, even if it's, it's not, but don't say it's not exciting. It's just more laid back. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, Mr. Phrasing. 
It's, it's just a little way. laid back. Semantics, I suppose. <laughs> but you are spot on in terms of, um, you know, you know, kind of making your way out of the park slowly. I mean, if you're not in the first, you know, however many people fit on the monorail or on the buses, if you're not in that first, like, initial wave, which you've got to hustle to be a part of, there's really no reason to be in a, you know, like, mild hurry because you're just going to get out there and wait. So just kind of wander around, right. go check out some of the stores. And I know that's annoying to the cast members, and I apologize. You know, they want to go home too, but... Uh, you know, just kind of make your way out of the park and make your way to the front and, you know, just a leisurely stroll at the end of a long day at Epcot is not a bad thing. Take advantage of it. I agree. Or just stay at the boardwalk or beach club or the Swan and Dolphin and you just walk back to your room. It's even better. Well, that's true. I mean, ideally, I'm at boardwalk and I'm just walking out of, uh, you know, while everybody else is running towards uh, Future World and the exit, I'm strolling my way towards... Uh, international gateway there but yeah. i don't always get to stay at boardwalks so. but when i do it's nice <laughs> <laughs> i i don't always get to stay at the boardwalk but when i do it's nice stay thirsty my friends <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right well i think that's gonna do it for this week is that it that's it yep wow i have i haven't done this closing in a while so you guys bear with me here <laughs> mm. She's going to get fussy. She's right laughing at me. I start reading this. <laughs> yep, she is. Nope, nope. Uh, yeah, she's like, laugh at you. Upset. Here, drink something. I'll take it from here, Daddy. You, <laughs> you just it. sit back. I got it. I'm going I'm to stick a bottle in her mouth, and that, that'll keep her quiet. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week. But first, so we want to thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and curb rentals delivered straight to your door. For more information, visit kingdomstrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Also, head over to myfantasybands.com where you can get customized Magic Band covers uh, for your next Walt Disney World vacation. They come with all sorts of designs and colors, and they are pretty cool. Sean and Keith have used them. I have not yet, but I will soon. Uh, and if you use the code ENCHANTEDTIKITALK20, you can have 20% off your next order. It's Enchanted Tiki Talk 2-0 for 20% off your next order at myfantasybands.com. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. Comment in the notes at enchantedtikitalk.com. Email us at podcast at enchantedtikitalk.com. And leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Please like us on Facebook. Check out our store at redbubble.com. And follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePros.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DoleWhipDaily. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N O R M N B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. just ran through at closing like a boss man it's like riding a bicycle son <laughs> do you ever dream of that like you're just like laying in bed and you start dreaming it i often do sleep dial um 407 <laughs> whatever that is i don't remember it now <laughs> for my tiki
Well, I was thinking of the 407 WWW Disney for 407 W Disney, I think it is. Well, you have 407 WDW Dine. Is there, it used to be their old dining number. Oh, yeah. Do, do you remember when you had to call the dining number to get your reservations? Yep. Did you ever have to do that? Oh, okay. well, of course you do because you're a travel agent. But, <laughs> God, that was, I bet that was worse for you as a travel Were you a travel agent back then? No, I wasn't. Doing no. That? Uh-uh. No? I bet that was terrible. Oh, the sure family that wanted to make reservations that you had to like how could you even do that if you had if you had more than one client who uh you know, needed dining reservations how do you determine who gets what well it's the same thing online too well, the biggest true, reservation amount like always gets first dibs i bet right yeah <laughs> these people are staying two days these people are staying 20 days and you get what you want yeah <laughs> You just got dinner at the ESPN zone, sir. <laughs> you should have booked a few more days. <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Log on to MousePros.com to plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by Kingdom Strollers. Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.